G'day, this is Aram Jalaris, and I play Missy on the Dirty 20 podcast. Before we start today, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which we record on, the Wurundjeri people of the Eastern Kulin Nations. These people have sung their songs, danced their dances, and told stories on this land for tens of thousands of years, and I am honoured and privileged to be able to continue that tradition with this podcast. No treaty was ever signed, and sovereignty was never ceded. This was, is, and always will be Aboriginal land. And now, on with the podcast. Well, welcome back. We took a week off because we're all just deathly ill. I'm all not. of us. I'm fine. Just, I'm okay. Yeah, Aaron managed to dodge it. I'm Jess fine. got COVID. I think I got COVID. Um, didn't I'm have a, any symptoms. I'm okay. Yeah, you're fine. Um, and Hugo, you're still recovering, aren't you? Nah, I'm all right, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you hanging in there? Yeah. Well, well, Hugo's ordinary speaking. But and Isha's <laughs> actually dead. Isha is dead. I, I oh went in God. to wake him up for the podcast this morning. They're dead. Didn't wake yeah. up. Oh That's a shame. God. Can't win them all. Sorry. Traumatic. Yeah. Have to say goodbye to Isha. Uh, no, Isha's off, uh, off, off doing a show. Um, so they will not be joining us. Uh, they're doing a different podcast. They're doing a different podcast. It's yeah. visual. <laughs> no, no, they're doing a podcast. Are they actually? Oh, really? yeah, yeah. What? They're doing. They're doing. Wait, a, hang on a second. Wait, wait. Hold, hold up. up. They're doing a, a comedy sci-fi podcast. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. So they well, thought they would just prioritize right, that over this. So yeah. No, they 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 stuffed up our schedule. Didn't realize right. that we were recording today. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Right. It's just well, so they're dead to us. They're dead to us. They're dead to us. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. If anyone listening to this listens to that other podcast <laughs> as well, just forget about yeah. coming back. <laughs> we don't want you don't back. Want to come back. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, great. Well, we're, we're down one player, but uh, but but our spirits are up. It's so good to be back after after a week off. Um, let's get uh, let's get straight back into it. So. As you know, um, last episode you finished off the combat with the Sahuagin priestess, um, and there, it, it was left on a rather sour note. The the, the episode itself, uh, because we had um, had a, a a real sort of moral dilemma from um, from from Missy, or, or like a moment of introspection. But it ended with the whole group just running, just running along the beach, uh, because Archie charged off, and then Mace was like, "Yes, there, yeah, run! Everyone should run!" And so. Um, and, and like drags Missy along uh, with him, and uh, so you run along the uh, you run along the sands of the beach um, for a few moments, and like just all of you just like steadily like getting out of breath, and it does actually feel quite good. It does feel good to just sort of just just shrug off the um, the the intensity of the combat just before. Um, 
but you run for a little while longer and mace you're being the most athletic of the group um by by a long a long stretch you are like charging out in front um missy i imagine has been sort of dropped like at, at some stage a little ways back and just sort of uh sits off to the side um and mace as you're rushing as you're running you sort of slow down to a jog and you feel your feet in the sand you feel the sand sort of your feet sink into the sand and um into the beach and it, it, you notice that the sand is like made warm by the spring's suns and this may be a comforting feeling to some but for you perhaps it's a it's a reminder of a of what feels like another life at this stage but the memory has not faded and you rush forward while well, you're sort of jogging forward and slowing down a bit you just feel a little strange and then you look down at the sand around you and there's blood staining across the sand and then there are these small pools of red um, around you as well and suddenly there's the roar of a crowd and you look up around you and you're suddenly standing in the pit of the arena back in Tallahassee and the crowd is just cheering and you can see all around you there are these fallen opponents and across from you is this Goliath woman who looks very hurt but just as fierce and she uh, is breathing really heavily and looking to you like weakly holding a spear um and you look around at the crowd what are you doing Max? um do i have my mole on yep me? yep you've got everything that you you're you've your like kit has changed a little bit slightly but you've got everything that's uh that you need i um look up to the crowd and i think i see them smiling looking at me bloodthirsty look in their eye. Mm. I look at my weapon covered in blood mm. and I stare across at the Goliath woman. I think I've got this one. And I spring forward and I go to crush her head with the mace. Fantastic. The Roll initiative, first of all, for me. Mm. Oh. Um, dirty 20. Dirty 20. So that sun really got to you, huh? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going first. As you charge forward, there's another uproar from the crowd as they yeah! just let out this cheer as you charge forward towards this Goliath woman. She steadies herself and brings her shield up. You're going first. Um, make an attack for me, please. Okay. I am probably screaming as well. Mm. That is such a miss. Um, that is... Nine to hit. Nine does oh, not no. hit. So this Goliath woman, um, with the last of her strength, brings up the shield and it catches your maul. Um, and then she pivots on her back foot and is going to make two strikes against you with her spear in retaliation. First one's a natural 18. Um, second one is going to miss with a natural 7. Okay. Um, so the spear is being used with one hand at the moment, which means you take... Um, minimum damage, you take six points of piercing damage from the spear attack as it just cuts across your bicep. Um, and we are back at your turn as she sort of circles you and you get a bit of space now. And the crowd is just cheering, Mace, 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 Mace. Um, I imagine I'm raging, so mm -hmm. that's actually three points. Sure, um, okay, yep. And as she slices at the back of my thigh, I, I laugh to myself. I go, <laughs> oh, I love this. Are you all watching? And they, the cheer goes up again. And I swing around, not even looking, with my maul and try and crack it into the back of her. Okay. 
That's the same roll. Same roll. It's another nine. No. Right, we're going well. Okay, we may be here for a while. <laughs> um, so you swing around without looking, and uh, the woman just ducks underneath you and then spits at you and um, is going to come in and make two attacks in retaliation. The first one is a 21 to hit. The second one is a natural two, which will miss. Okay, incoming damage. You take eight reduced to four points of piercing damage from her strike. You catch the second strike in your hand and just toss it off to one side. Um, and you glance down uh, as you sort of toss it off and the blood starts to pour. You glance down at this amulet around your neck, which I don't imagine was with, was it with you back in your in your days in the arena no. fighting? No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it's there. And mm. it's something, you don't recognize it for a moment. But yeah, you don't remember putting that on, but it's your turn now. Ah. Oh, I'm getting warm now, are you? Um, I'm going to stare into her eyes mm -hmm. and... Come on. Um, I am going to... Yeah, try and smack um, her arms with the maul. Try and smack like her weapons out of her hand. Mm -hmm. There we go. That is a 21 to hit. 21 does hit. Okay. Oh, sorry. Actually... What do we see on the beach? Um, you just see, probably see Mace up ahead, just sort of standing and just looking out at the, mm. at the beach. I'm like spluttering next to you like, <coughs> fuck, well, <laughs> why did I run? <laughs> that is 16 damage. 16 damage, nice. Okay, so you crack them all down across this woman's arms and the, the, the spear just goes out and her shields, the straps around her arm just buckle and it sort of is hanging loosely and she falls down to one knee. How do you want to finish this off? Nice. I am going to grab her by the head, mm -hmm. pull her head back oh so that everyone can see her face. Yeah. <sighs> do you want me to do it? They all. Let's see. Yes. They all start <laughs> cheering. <laughs> Take your head! And they just start cheering down at you in different tongue. And then I bite her neck out. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Lean in and. Oh. <laughs> rip out this woman's throat and then she the the blood just pours down her front and she like hangs there weakly on her knees for a moment gurgling um, and then her body collapses to the ground and blood starts to spill out across the sand fresh Ooh. and people start cheering and and chanting um, chanting mace over and over and over you've been fighting like all day at this stage um, I forgot to mention, but you have two levels of exhaustion at this oh, point. Okay. And you are quite wounded as well. Um, as you uh, you have your hands up, in the your hands above your head, and you're just breathing in deeply, trying to get back some of the, the, the air that you lost, um, you turn around and you see once again this, uh, this gate on the far side of the arena opens up. And stepping out of the gate is this very tall... Um, well-built looking uh, warrior clad completely in this bronze plate mail hiding their identity but they wear this plate helmet um, that is shaped to fit uh, a dragonborn and they carry this enormous great hammer over there like slung over one shoulder and they take a few steps towards you um, we're still going to use the same initiative role for you um, this individual is going first though as they start striding towards you across the sand, people start cheering again, and you just <sighs> take a few deep breaths as this um, warrior strides in and is going to make two attacks against you. The first one, a natural 19, and the second one is actually a natural 1. 
Um, so. Opportunity. You get an opportunity attack, not before taking 16 reduced to 8 points of bludgeoning damage from Ooh. the strike. Okay. Um, and then you sort of you just get cracked on that with the 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 the, sort of the butt of the hammer as this um, person brings around the hammer, um, and then you see an opening and make a strike. Okay, I um, imagine I just I got myself up. I'm hyping myself up, staring at the crowd, going yeah. And as soon as I look back, they're right in front of me, mm-hmm. and their hammers are straight into my face. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. um, I will make an attack. Mm-hmm. That is an 11 to hit. 11 does not hit. So your mace just ding, just rebounds off the plate armor as if it were nothing. Um, and then uh, this... It's my attack now. It's your attack now, yes. Go for it. That is a 19 to hit. 19 hits. Okay. Okay. Um, okay that is 13 to hit. 13 damage. 13 damage. Okay, copy that. Um, so you steady yourself and then bring the mace around and you spot like a, a weaker point where the armor um, slots over itself and you <laughs> crack that in the uh, in the leg of this this warrior. But they retaliate almost immediately, shrugging off the attack as if it were nothing. Um, first one will hit, second one is higher, so they will both hit. Um, for the sake of brevity here, I'll say what happens is you get <laughs> cracked in the um, in the in the abdomen. And it's a big hit that just knocks the wind out of you, and you can feel some of your ribs crack as well. And at this stage in your in your career, like you're you're still you're very tough, but um, but you've just been fighting like all day, so you're exhausted. So you get cracked in the in the ribs, and you <clears throat> go down to one knee, and the crowd start goes silent for a moment, and then starts to cheer um, this warrior on as they say, "Jerlam!" And then this warrior reaches down, grabs you by the the throat, and pulls you in and then reaches up to their mask and takes off the bronze plate mail helmet. And their identity is silhouetted by the suns beaming down in front of them, completely black. And then you're back on the beach. Mace? Mace? Yes? You all right? You've just sort of been looking out there for a hot second. Uh, I'm going to look around and see if I can... Uh. Um, I... You okay, buddy? We were just saying we're going to head back and tell the camp about we know how to get off the island. You okay? Um, I don't think you've ever seen Mace this afraid before. Um, I, uh... Yeah. Yes, can we back to the others, please? I think usually Missy would pick up more of this sort of stuff, but they're pretty out of it too. It's like, great, yep, let's head off. Archie stumbles up to Mace and plants a hand on Mace's shoulder. I like react really intensely. <laughs> was it all to running? Because I feel like honestly I'm about two seconds off fainting. I don't think I've ever run. You're really on fit, my... Archie. I don't know how it happens. I swear I can run, but and then I kind of just like sway <laughs> and then slowly just like go into the sand and sit down. I'm. I'm just gonna sit here for a little bit. No, buddy, we gotta get back, and I pick you up. <laughs> I give you a piggyback. Uh, yeah. Okay. I I, I I enjoy the piggyback. Yeah. Accept. <laughs> accept graciously. Um, and I think Amali, do you reckon Amali would be like, running, like, hugging Mace? Maybe? Um, I yeah, I think Amali tugging at you will yeah. come up to Mace and 
Miss. You're going to have to roleplay both characters. You invited him. Oh. Oh. No, I didn't. I just wanted to avoid it. Okay. No, that was good though. That was a good Miss, start. are you okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. I am. I am okay. Um, I think we should all go back to the camp now. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, well, let's go back to the camp and um, I'll sing you a song when we get back to camp. Oh. Thank you, Amelie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pick Amelie up and put her on my shoulders. You're actually quite good. I'm, I'm yeah, impressed. you're good um, at that voice. Yes. And, um, I set the bar nice and low for people playing. <laughs> <laughs> We're all surprised. But, um, yeah, Mace okay. at this moment is not in his usual sort of verging on psychotic mood. He's very much looking down into the sand, mm. pensive, mm. as pensive as someone with a, an idiot can be. And you catch the sight of the amulet just swaying back and forth and bumping against your chest. Um, a little ways down the beach with Missy striding ahead of the group now, uh, Rashan um, walking alongside you, Rizzy. Um, Missy. Uh, Archie on my back. Archie on your back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amali on Mace's back. Yeah. Of oh, the two of you together, you'd be like 10 feet tall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Missy, you're striding out ahead, and as you're, because you're, you're rounding back the beach um, to, to uh, start the, the foray back into the jungle up to the camp, um, and you see a little ways out. Just on the on the shore of the beach, a little ways away from you, maybe sixty or so feet, there's um, this like driftwood that's scattered up, and sitting around like amidst the driftwood is this little dog with this um, these like these big bug eyes that stick out in in both like looking out in different directions and have these big floppy ears oh, and has this like vicious looking underbite, but it's just sitting there panting really heavily and shaking and shivering a bit. And behind him um, are these two scraggly, um, totally drenched uh, possums dragging up these like miniature, like wooden, like suitcases by the looks of it, what? dragging up behind this, this little dog. Um, <laughs> you kind of like shake your head for a moment, try to blink a bit, I, I, I looked there. I looked to dog, I'm like, dog, you seeing this? Mark. <laughs> well, at least it's not just me. Um, uh, I walk up. I walk up to the creatures. At, like it looks like they've just come ashore. Yeah, it looks like they've just been washed up ashore. And this, with a suitcase, with a with a little suitcase, possums. being carried by these two little possums. Yeah, behind this dog, and the dog so, <laughs> starts barking at. Calm you. down, calm down, boy. Uh, I, I, I. I never actually completed my veterinary course, but I, I can have a I can have a quick look at you. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll take you back to camp with us. Um, what the fuck is wrong with that dog? <laughs> What's wrong with its eyes? <laughs> oh my god, it's a monster! <laughs> I'm I'm more I'm more intrigued by the concept of one possums being out in the ocean, but also carrying a suitcase. What? Are these some kind of business possums? <laughs> are these are those possums the dog's assistant? <laughs> the, the possums, um, like. Uh, huddle up behind this this little dog. Do they um, do they look like they've got like in their in the pattern of their fur? Do they have like little ties and like <laughs> as if or security almost, badges? It's, it's <laughs> like a it, it's less of like a tie and more of like a 
like a cravat kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, what is happening to this podcast? These are some fancy possums. Can I, can I just say, Emily is on Mason's shoulders and mm. she is completely gobsmacked. Mm. Her eyes are so wide. She's got a notebook out. She's looking down and there's a picture of possums with a suitcase. Yeah. And she's looking oh. at the possums and looking at her notebook and she's just <laughs> speechless. Hey, Emily, how does Smelly Belly go with dogs? What? <laughs> How does Smelly Belly go with dogs? Um, I think Smelly Belly's there. Does Smelly Belly recognize any of these creatures? I think Smelly Belly's been left in the cave. Like, okay. Uh, so when you go out on your adventures, we've been leaving children. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. Well, um, so I don't have to kill a cat. I think, she, I think she'd be okay. Well, I mean, we should get these creatures back to camp. If nothing to give them a, a nice warm fire to curl up against, but... Rashawn, do you recognize these? What? That dog looks awful like Quartermaster Van Kane's dog. It also, I don't know if you saw it around the ship, but it was rather reclusive. But Van Kane has a dog. Yes, yes, its name's Marlin. <laughs> Did she like throw it overboard to get rid of it? Because that's what I would have done. No, no, she. Quartermaster, the Quartermaster loves Marlin. <laughs> oh my. She'll be ecstatic if this isn't. No, it can't be though. Uh, well, despite whether or not this dog and. It's possums. I'm going to solve this, but uh, regardless of who they belong to, uh, we should get them back to the camp. So I'm going to gingerly pick down, reach down, pick them up and put them on dog's back. You put them up on, on dog's back and the, the possums like just steady themselves a bit and Marlin just still shaking, like looks around. You can't really tell what he's looking at because his eyes are looking off in two directions. Um, but you collect so up gross. these little creatures. Uh, can I try and pick up the suitcase? Uh, you want to try and take it from the possum? How big is it? It's like, it's very small. It's probably like the size of like a... Oh, it's like a possum size suitcase. Yeah, it's like, it's like the size of a phone or like a, car, a deck of cards case okay. or something. I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm going to try. You're going to try yeah. and take it? Yeah. Okay, so the possum... Very gingerly with like two fingers out. Oh, you want to try and do it like stealthily or you just... No, just like okay. quickly and like very gingerly. Like, okay. a, like a quick pinch. Okay, make a, make a dexterity check. Possum's like... Yeah, that's right. What, this, yeah, they this, make really intense. This, this is helping with uh, Missy's trauma. <laughs> <laughs> this is confusing enough. 19. 19 against the possum. Yeah, you managed to snatch it up and the possum just... <laughs> what just what the fuck? Ashley, give the possum its... Wait, I just want to have a look what's inside it. You could have asked. Ask a possum. It's... Look, usually I would agree with you, but this thing has a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I only get along with one type of animal, and that's frogs. Okay, so I'm not trying to negotiate <laughs> with like a... reaching out to you. Stop, like hey, from okay. dogs back. I'm all right. All right, just relax for a second. If you can even understand me, uh, I'm gonna try and open the yep. suitcase. You open up the suitcase, and in it is a perfectly folded uh, pink leather collar, dog's collar. Aww. I, I half expected that to be like. Like paper in there, like paperwork. <laughs> 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 Little lawyers. Yeah, tiny litigators. A pink dog's collar. Yeah. Is this. Oh, I feel so stupid. Uh, a dog? Is this yours? 
What, what do we think that means? I think you should return the suitcase, Archie. These fine fellows do not deserve their stuff. Would it fit around so? my neck as a choker? <laughs> um, Are you still on my back during small. this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I still am on your back. Can I, I'm trying to swipe the collar off you. Yeah, um, yeah you, look, you can have it back. Have it back here. Take it back. And I gingerly pass it to the possum again. Possum uh, reaches out and grabs it. This is so weird. Sneers at you. This, you know, this is making me really question uh, the the uh, the ethics of eating food. Of, this of is not eat, this is what eating doing meat. Eating meat. This is what's doing it to you. Some possums with a briefcase. <laughs> when have you saying. ever seen a possum with a briefcase before? <laughs> I just, I'm just saying that that's not really raising me like the concept of vegetarianism. It's not. This is not it. <laughs> of all the things, I, think I just maybe feel like that's the reason I stopped eating. You've, you saw a have you, have you a seen thing. this before? <laughs> I can't. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. They're not just any possums. They're assistant possums. <laughs> They've got freaking cravats in their fur, okay? <laughs> These possums are something else. Maybe bad. they're not from this world. Ooh, I'm not from this world. Okay, it's, there's a sack on. No, no, well, <laughs> it's, it's possible is all. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Have you seen this before? <laughs> Oh, Amali. <laughs> Amali falls off Mace's shoulders laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Missy was gonna cry, but seeing Amal the laugh. But... Aww. Um, okay, let's head back to camp. Oh my. Uh, so are we taking these possums with us? Yeah. And the dog. Alright. Um, Amali has pulled Mace's mane long enough to get him to walk close to dog. Mm. And she's trying to communicate. I read it to Okay. Cool. So now um with uh these three stowaways, um, now a part of your party, you head back to the camp. Um, you, so you loop around the beach and you come back to the uh, to the jungle, the freshwater stream, and you start trekking through. Can I get one person to roll a d12 for the first part of the journey? Happily. The first hour goes by. Not Aram. <laughs> Two. Five. Okay, first part goes by without issue as you trek into the jungle itself. Jungle. The jungle. And uh, welcome to the jungle. Welcome. What's that from? It's a song. Oh. Um, second part of the journey. One more person <laughs> for a D twelve. So about two hours up the up the hill. Four. Twelve. <gasps> okay. So you get good. back up to this plateau and you arrive at the mouth of the cave. And there's a, a couple of the the crew standing guard and they call out, "Oh, you're back. Good to see you all. We found possums. What? What?" Uh, that makes about as much sense to you as it does to us. So sure does. Yeah, they got um, cravats and a suitcase. But apparently, this might be Ven Kane's dog. Right. Uh, all right. I, I think she's around. I'll go get her. And he goes. Well, we're gonna go inside. Well. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I suppose. And you can get her. Yeah. I, I mean, guess. what are you, you gonna stop to? us from going inside? What are you doing? What we've we been up to? Yeah. Oh, just keeping watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah How yeah. long for? Keeping an eye on things. Yeah. Uh, we started uh, our shift about like two hours ago. Or something right. Like. What'd you have for breakfast? Um, we I just had a pass into lunch. the cave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, is Thorold there? Uh, Horold. Horold, sorry. Horold is uh, is not around. He, okay. You imagine he might have gone out with a hunting party. Um, All I wanted was to talk to my good friend Horold. <sighs> I'm sure he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that moment of silence. <laughs> yeah. 
You'll head into the cave, um, and Quartermaster Ben Kane is uh, looking over some parchments and uh, the, the charts that you retrieved for her um, all those all those days ago on the on the um, on the salt wind. Um, I shove Archie yeah. off my back. <laughs> oh, why? You could have done that before we were in the cave. I almost hit my head against the wall. Oh, okay. Oh, Captain, you're back. Good to see you. Good to see you, lot as well. And what is that? Marlin? Oh. So it is, I, I guess. What, we just the, the possums? Is this we, your dog? Am I, halluc am I hallucinating or something? That's what I thought. <laughs> but not because it was Marlin, just because... Because you've never seen a dog this ugly before. Well, <laughs> it's a whole combination of things. Anyways, do you know these possums as well? And Kane rushes up and then uh, Marlin oh. starts barking and yapping excitedly oh. and gathers up. Uh, then Kane gathers him up in her arms and just starts licking... Oh my ben Kane starts licking Marlin. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe. I can't believe. <laughs> Stop licking its eyeballs. Why are you doing that? No yeah. wonder they're pointing the other way. Where did you find him? Uh, on the beach on with the beach. these with these How possums. Did you do that, you poor thing. Oh, you must be freezing. Like holds holds uh, Marlin in close and just is ecstatic to be reunited with her dog. So, oh. have you ever seen these possums before? They seem to be assisting him. Oh, yes, no. Marlin's got away with words. He um, always had those two following him about carrying his things around, yes. Wait. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, so dogs and possums, they speak the same language? Well, I'm not sure if they speak the same language, but uh, they, they speak. We just can't understand them. But uh, Marlin was always very good at negotiating different things. And oh, this is giving me a headache. Managed to, uh, when we were in a mass actually, managed to get a, a gang of, of, of dogs together and um, I don't know what they got up to. But you did, I'm sure you did all kinds of exciting Wait, I might have missed you. something here because I was blocking this all out. When did you lose the dog? Well, when the ship went down. When we when we had to abandon ship. Oh. In the dragon turtle. That was a decent while away. Yeah. So this dog... Maybe this dog's got something to him that, you know, we just can't see on a surface level. I wouldn't be surprised. Inside so check on Marlin. <laughs> maybe, this, check on Marlin. <laughs> maybe this dog's been getting up to some wacky adventures in between when it fell off the boat and between now. I wouldn't um, be surprised. Uh, is Smelly Belly around? Speaking of, funny you say that. Marlin's <laughs> goes rigid. Turns around and looks uh, towards the entrance of the cave, and standing there in the low light of the cave, <laughs> sitting, sitting there, just giving death size to Marlin, is the fat, fat figure of Smelly Billy. And they just lock eyes for a few moments, and Marlin starts to squirm a bit in Ben Kane's arms, and Ben Kane's like, "No, no, it's all right, it's all right." And then Smelly Belly just extends one claw, and then. And then starts padding towards Marlin. I look. I try and make eye con some form of eye contact with Marlin. Yeah. Marlin, run! Marlin, <laughs> run! Run! <laughs> Marlin wriggles through, wriggles free of Quartermaster Ben Kane's grip, falls down to the ground, and just starts sprinting and smelling about like <laughs> hisses and starts chasing after Marlin. Um, what the Marlin fuck is, is going, going on? <laughs> Smelly belly! He's gonna jump off Mason's shoulders and sprint after her cat. Yeah. Well, that was weird. Okay, we got rid of the dog. You could, hey. you could have cut the tension in, the, in that room with a knife. The possums just scuttle down from uh, from dogs back and start charging after after the t the three of them. Uh, we're gonna deal with that at a later time because I still have so many questions about hey, that. Wait, wait. Okay, just finally, just to put a pin in it. What's the deal with this 
collar than Kane. Have you seen this before? Oh, yes. That's, that's, what, what do you mean? The pink? It was in a suitcase. Yeah. Why is there a collar in a suitcase? Oh, because Marlon has different clothes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> He's not just going to carry them around. Like, would you do this? Would you carry your clothes around just in your hand? He doesn't even have opposable thumbs, so he can't. I, I don't I just know why don't, you're... There's just so much here that I'm going to leave it alone. I don't know why you're so confused. This dog is a gentleman. <laughs> that is the only <laughs> thing. That's you just... know, I'm going to go back to my frogs and... <laughs> Um, I'll see you all later. Anyway, Van Kane, mm. we've got some news for you. Yes. Uh, we managed to strike a deal with uh, a Sahogan priestess who has oh. opened the way to our way off the island. Really? Yeah. What, what do you mean our way off the island? We saw the ship. You know where the ships are? No. And then a, a lot of the crew and survivors in the cave of Olds turned and looked to you. Away off the island, and then Captain Rashan steps forward. Yes, yes, it would seem, um, it would seem our, our way off is now clear. We, we know where the salt wind is, and we believe, uh, I believe it's just down in that cove that we, we have access to from the cave, that we know the way out now. Now, we uh, still have the issue of the dragon turtle, but um, we've been told that uh, she only returns in the evenings, is that correct? She, she leaves at sunrise, yes. isn't it? Yes. And returns returns in the evening. Yes. But we have a way off. I, I have been thinking about it, and it's a it's obviously great news, but, you know, we've been attacked by it before. It was able to outspeed us before. So we need to think of a way that we can escape without us basically going through the exact same thing again. I don't know, Rashan. Do you have any magic people on board? Any color weavers on board? No, no, um, mm. we don't. I'm just thinking if we had enough personnel, we could weave a spell to render the ship invisible. Or we could, yeah. I, I don't. I don't have access to that sort of illusory magic. Mm. Um, the other, the only other thing that I can think of is we create a serious enough a distraction back here. I was thinking setting fire to some of its other ships, you know, giving us that time, making it stay here mm -hmm. and giving us that time to escape. But the risk factor of making it even angrier than just taking one ship and leaving yes. does, does make me a little nervous. Do we have any idea where we are in the islands? Well, uh, funny you say that. Actually, um, I've been uh, I've been working away and uh, paying attention to the stars, and I have actually figured out uh, where we are. Um, so I put together something of a map of the of the nearby archipelago. Whoa! Um, Fraser wow. has just given us a map, so and it looks awesome. We'll and we will that. put it on our Instagram. Absolutely, it's like an archipelago. Um, Marak. Yes, uh, Marak. Marak Archipelago. So it's um, it's I was speaking to uh, to uh, Blabagoop, the um, the our, our faithful Bullywugs Bullywug uh, fellow. How is he doing, by the way? He's well. Yes, he's he's recovered quite well. He's just been sleeping a lot. Um, but yes, he was telling me that uh, there's uh, all manner of folk that uh, are home to these islands. Um, 
the bleeding tooth reef as you can see there far to the uh i believe that's the east is it or the south i'm not sure it's north bleeding tooth reef that's where a lot of the sarhuagan were um congregating and uh the alakeen it's home to the elves known as the alakeenai the sea elves um and then there are two islands uh sikusarau and uh Te i don't know the pronunciation quite quite right Tekakitao, um home to lizard folk and then there is the Barotariki Reef, which is home to Merfolk as well. Um, didn't say what, uh, there's another place known as Hoka. But also, uh, I think I may have pinned down where that, uh, um, it came out with a map. Do you remember that, Mace? I was thinking of that. The, the treasure map. Yes. Yes. Turns out it's not far. I remember the treasure map, but shut up about it. <laughs> I think the location's not too far off, so you can check it out if you wanted to. How far are we, uh, in terms of days of travel, mm. given good winds, how far are we from uh, Talon? From Talon, I would say we're another, oh, at least another couple of weeks. So there is the potential that the, the dragon turtle could catch us on the way. Well, yes. I, I don't know how far it'll want to go from its its horde, but and in any case, we'll need to resupply with these these folk before we make the journey to Talon. We we have heard a little bit about the um, <clears throat> local politics from oh. uh, from our uh, recent contact with the Sahuagin. Right. Um, and theoretically, we might have now now that we are uh, we we have essentially quashed the Sahuagan presence in this area, we might have an in with the Alakina. They oh. might be receptive to us. Excellent. Um, so if we need to restock, it might be worth uh, calling on them. The, um, I can't quite remember, but the, the Sahuagan fit, fish lady, um, they wanted one of these um, elves, didn't they? They wanted a child. Child. Mm, for a proper bee. A what, sir? Prophecy. Prophecy. Ah, yes. <laughs> I believe it is food. Mm. Well, that can't be good. But they, they, they seem to infer that all the work we had done sort of accidentally had undone their ability to carry through with this grand plan of theirs. So... Yeah. Um, there might be supplies on the other ships, so before we burn them, perhaps. Worth looking look. around, but um, I think, I mean, we can use our ship as a template, you know, mm -hmm. to see what the Sahuagan have been interested in, what Bronze Foom has allowed them to take off the ships. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, if, if the Alakina are as sort of resistant to to the Sahuagan as they, they implied, they might be a safe haven from Bronze Foom as well. That's actually a very good point. So and that and they would know these waters better than anyone else here. Mm -hmm. You know, the CLs have been charting this area for a long, long time. So maybe they can uh, help us on our way to Talon. Um, I think that should be our, our first point of call. Um, 
And perhaps it might be worth looking at this buried treasure on the way. Yes. Archie, I see you're very enthusiastic. I'm like patting a frog over in the corner. I'm like, (laughs) I'm just nodding my head. Yeah, I like the sound of that. (laughs) Me too, but shh. I'm I'm not opposed to the venture, but surely it should be just slightly lower on our priority list than, you know, getting out, getting safe, making sure that we at least have a, a safe home base to return to. Yeah, we, we could even... Uh, sorry, I'll, I'll come back over. We could even uh, go to Alakeen first, right? Set up base there, and then a small group of us go to the buried treasure instead of taking the big ship. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that the, the, the rest of the crew and, and the, the voyagers would appreciate a couple of days resting in not a crappy little cave, you mm. know, struggling every day to survive before we begin our weeks long journey back to nice, to, to Talon. Yeah, agreement. Mm. Okay. What time is it? Uh it's actually just past midday at this stage oh. because you set out quite early. Very good. Yeah. Should we organize a meeting of the senior crew to talk about what we're gonna do next? I think that would be wise, yes. Um, I'm going to peel off and go sit in a corner and I want to talk to my patron, but mm. I can do that after the meeting. Sure, sure. Well, um, you have a bit of time before uh, First Mate Renath returns with the hunting party, so cool. now uh, Rashan goes about and, um, and spreads the word to Quartermaster Ben Kane and Bosun Kiris um, that when the hunting party returns, there will be a meeting with the, uh, the senior members of the group. So you have... Yeah, you have time now to do anything that you um you would like to, um, and we will start with uh, we'll start with Rizzy, yeah. break off from the group. Um, cool. I'm going to whip out my weaving tools, mm. which are always attached for me. Mm. And is there a cleric thing where you can like ask your um? Is it a spell or an ability? What are you wanting to do? You can ask your patron something and they'll give you like I a... I think it's a high level spell. spell. Oh, it's a spell, yeah. damn. Anyway, I'm going to try and talk to Amphia. Yep, sure. So you go about the ritual, weaving, and then um, eventually, as you always do, prick your, your finger slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then these cords of wool just fall from nowhere in particular and uh, gather up into this, this pile uh, in front of you that eventually rises up into this dull form of Amphlia. Just to remind you, this um, this humanoid figure constructed entirely of wool with these eight uh, ethereal arms uh, out, stretched out behind them, um, reaching out and uh, twisting things around that are out of, out of view, sits up in front of you. Hello. Been some time, hasn't it? Wait a minute, I haven't had much time. I've been watching you. Oh. Very impressed. Oh. With the work you have been doing. The, the work? Yes. Talking to that captain, bringing them back to a, a place of peace when they were on the verge of throwing away their entire uh, history as a captain. And what's more, Keeping these people safe, vanquishing the Sahuagin from the island, that is no small feat. Right, yeah. Um, uh, I have two questions. 
Um, I was wondering if you knew any safe passage past a dragon turtle. Mm. No, that's a rather tricky one. Not something that I specialize in, I suppose. Um, perhaps off that, I, I don't know if you can grant this to me, but do, do you have knowledge of, of, a, of a ritual spell that I could cast with a few others to, to make a large object in, invisible? Hmm. And that is very high-level color weaving, something that I think only you can discover within yourself, not something I am able to gift or grant. Okay, it was worth a shot. Rizzy, are you in any way aware of the prophecy of the Heralds of Amphalia? Uh, uh, no, um, sorry, I, I know we haven't talked very much, but um, I, I was just... I just wanted to say that, that, that I um, I pledged myself to you, uh, well, pledged sort of, I guess, I don't know, um, without having done much research, and like, I appreciate you, like, a lot, um, <laughs> but I, I just, I, I don't actually know a lot about you. I see. <laughs> well, that is a quality in, uh, in, in people that I uh, admire, <laughs> jumping in without thinking there's something to that mm. there is a um, I for a long time was worshipped by the people of, uh, of the Ishvikarian peninsula um, but I have uh, since then lost somewhat of a following I'm not as revered as I once was which is okay I want you to imagine all of creation as a rope. The artist, this divine force of creation, pulls one end of the rope tight, the end of chaos. Mm -hmm. The architect pulls the other end of the rope tight, the end of order. As the actions of mortal beings and things play out on the material plane in Kelthairen, the weight of the rope changes. The actions of Immense chaos will make it heavier for the architects to hold the rope. Mm -hmm. Actions of, that bring too rigorous order will make it harder for the artist. Ideally, this balance is kept, sort of oscillating between the two. Mm -hmm. and that is why I exist. But if it gets too heavy at one end, the rope is dropped. Are you aware of blanking? No. A blanking is essentially the end of all of creation. If the rope is dropped, everything as we know it goes away. Rather intense, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that is going to happen, but the reason I tell that story is because it has been prophesied for a long time that the heralds of Amphlia will make themselves known to me and to the world, and it will be our responsibility to maintain this state of balance. Right. And a lot of the signs are pointing to you as being one of the first heralds. 
Okay. Um, thank you. I'll think about it. Um, do you know anything about owls? Owls? Yeah. Oh, yes, it's... They are my sigil. Yes. Do, do, you, do you communicate through them? Oh, yes. Yes, no, that was me oh. earlier. Yes. Oh. I know. Gods Sorry. have to do this weird kind of symbolic stuff all the time when we want to get in contact. Yeah. It's a little... Yeah. Yeah, pedantic. Okay. Um, I'm going to go and... Thank you for telling me about the Herald stuff. Yep. Would you... What? Consider starting your journey on this path. Um, I'll consider it. Cradle Lake Shrine. If you decide that this is what you want to follow, uh-huh. that is where you must go. Cradle Lake. Thanks, Amplia. And I very quickly like end the. I don't know if I have the power to hang up. Yeah, I basically (laughs) hang up. (laughs) Break the wave. (laughs) Falls to a pile of wool. Um, I immediately Mm. try to find Missy. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So by talking to Amplia, you've unlocked one of your personal. (gasps) Oh yeah. Let me bring it out wherever it is. Terrifying. Friend. <laughs> That's your quest. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that whole thing sounded like you were trying to break up with me. Yeah. I know. <laughs> sort of just rushed into this. You know. Yeah. I should mention as well. These quests are not. They're not uh, compulsory. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to follow them. Um, so yeah. So uh, Jess has just received the quest to visit Cradle Lake Shrine, which is a location in Talon. And there's a reward. Yes. Gracula cutie. Dracula, cutie. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. Oh, I'm not allowed to read it? You can if you want to. You will just spoil it for yourself. Oh, no, I don't want to. But it's up to you. Okay, cool. So while Rizzy is uh, contacting uh, their patron, um, it sort of comes out with like just sweat running down your face. (laughs) Um, What else is uh, is going on, Missy? What are you you up to at this stage? Uh, Missy's found a a quiet corner and it is doing a thing they always do when they get a bit anxious, when they get a bit nervous and they um they open up their bag and they just sort of uh, come up with like different filing systems for everything and they take everything out and they reorganise everything then they repack it mm-hmm. and then they take it all out again, change the system, mm-hmm. repack it. Uh, so, you know, they're going through alphabetical, by size, by um, like, by colour... And they just keep doing it sort of like just compulsively, just getting hands on tools, mm. you know, feeling the weight of things. It, it, it's a, I think it's, 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 it's a bit subconsciously, it's a bit of a grounding technique. Mm. You know, it's a bit like going back to something that they know, that they, they understand. Um, and they, they always feel better after they use their hands for something. Um, and after a while, though, like, Sort of, you know, the the whole thing with the dogs and the possums was a bit of a distraction and, and, and organising this meeting about getting off the island was a distraction, but they do keep coming back to what happened. Um, and, and then they get up and they, they go over to dog and they sort of like pet in dog along, its, along the, the feathers. And then they, they sort of reach under dog's chin and they press this little button and dog's... Um, mouth opens and this sort of recorded message comes out and it just says um it's like 
You are Dr. Missy Kelthaladron. You are more than what they made you. And I just sort of like play it a few times. Just listening to it. And I just sort of like push my head up against dogs and just sort of sit there just feeling the warmth of dogs, you know, um, machinery turning, feeling those vibrations run through my body and just sort of take a second and ground myself and breathe and just remember that I've come a long way and that I will make mistakes and that's okay and that I, I, I am hard on myself because of where I've been and that even when I make mistakes that I have to be able to forgive myself mm. because I didn't actually make the mistake. Mm. I didn't do it, but even though those that thought was there, I didn't do it. Mm. So, yeah, I'm just sort of taking a second. What's Mace doing at this time? Um, I guess Mace is... Um, has been trying to find something to occupy himself with, but everyone seems to be doing their own thing. So I am going to float in the, the water, mm -hmm. in the, the, the sort of entrance cave where we fought the giant blue monster. We drink from that, Mace. People just <laughs> roll their eyes as they go past. Um, yeah, just floating, um, trying not to think about what the sort of flashback I had earlier today. Um, yeah, nothing that interesting, just sure. floating. While you're floating there, um, Amali waddles down and peers over you, and you hear her say, Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Oh, oh, oh. You sound funny. Starts gesturing you for, to come up out of the water. Um, I, I come up out of the water. Miss, come look at this. It's amazing. <clears throat> Takes you by the hand and leads you over to the um, to the mushroom cabin. And as you get to the entrance, she, Amali turns and puts a finger to her lips. Shh, shh, be quiet. And then you peer in and you see uh, by the uh, by the small pool of water in the center of the mushroom cabin, Marlin is sitting, um, Marlin and Smelly Bear are sitting facing each other. And the two possums, one of the possums has a briefcase open and is taking out these small bits of paper. <laughs> and the other one is, and the other one is like, like speaking to Smelly Belly and, and then Smelly Belly. <laughs> And then the possum turns around. Do they have powdered? They have like powdered wigs on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is exact, this is actually what I was thinking of doing. Having well. <laughs> like a litigation. Yeah. Oh my god. I think they're. I think they're negoshi, negotiating. Oh. It's so trippy. My money is on Smelly Belly. They do. She could sit on Marlin and pop his eyes out. It's almost there, so. <laughs> cool. Uh, 
I'm just gonna sit and watch it for a very long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's intense. Yeah. The proceedings are long <laughs> and they're drawn out. And Someone like throws down at what some are, point. <laughs> yeah. One of the possums got like one of those seersucker suits. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One, one of the one of the possums runs off, runs back holding a bit of paper in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> very slams, excitedly slams slamming it, it down. Yeah, someone screams, <laughs> "Objection!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of the um, one of the frogs is brought in as a witness. Amelie <laughs> <laughs> starts um, starts. You know how she can summon things. She summons a tiny little gavel, but it's bright pink. Yeah, it's oh. one of the possums. <laughs> Oh, so good. Um, Archie, what are you up to? All this nonsense is unfolding. Oh, that's so good. Um, I uh, pull out uh, my rudimentary uh, blackboard mm. that I've been using. Mm. And I gather kids mm-hmm. and I say, all right, all right, it's time for a lesson. Yay! Okay, come around, okay. come around. All right, Martin, pay attention. What? Pay attention this time, all right? Last time it went in one in, in one in, out the other. <laughs> All right, I haven't done a lesson in a little bit. I'm a bit nervous, okay? And you know, I'm open about my teaching. And remember that, kids, that's so important to be open. Open. Right, that's the first word. Archie, there's a really big boogie in my nose and I can't get it out. <laughs> All right, this is the next lesson. Does anyone know how to do a snot rocket? Uh, no. All right, no. so you close one nostril, the, uh-huh. one, the one that doesn't have the snot in it. Okay. Right, right. And, and breathe out through your nose really hard but you have to flick your head a little bit, so you get a bit of distance with the snot. Okay. <laughs> ah! What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Turn around and, and go away. Oh, you disgusting little creature. Come here, look away, look away, look away. Oh, no, no, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, wave away, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. I saw you, I saw you. And it's like, right, right coming over to Martin and starts picking him up. What do you think you're doing? I was just, I was just doing a snot rocket. I was just trying to get it out. Mm, well, if I see you do it again. They will be held to me. Wave, wave. What? It's just a kid, all right? It's just a kid. Relax. I have been through hell, Archie. All right. Wave. Okay, Wave. Look, Martin, apologize to Wave. Sorry, Wave. And Wave, we'll see you later. All right? Oh, you missed a bit on your cheek there. Yeah. Wanders off. Just now, kids, himself. what did Martin do wrong? Okay? He wasn't discreet. Exactly. <laughs> Martin, and this is a note for everyone, when you get caught, you pretend like it wasn't you. All right? That is rule number one. If you get caught, wasn't you. And how do we do this? All right. We look away. Right? Remember. Look away. All right? Number two, we whistle. Remember that? Whistle. Right. Look away. Whistle. Number three, twiddle your thumbs. Behind your back, all right? Twiddle your thumbs behind your back. Number four, stroll, right? Stroll very slowly away from the situation. Let's all practice that now. <laughs> all these kids get up and they put their hands behind their back, twiddling their thumbs and just walking around. Martin, you're supposed to whistle out. You blow the air out, not in, all right? Oh. Yeah, there we go, great. Everyone, good job. Fantastic. That was great. Uh, Wow. Okay, next part of the lesson. And Archie's, Archie's stooping real low here. The next word that we're going to learn is calamity. 
calamity. Great, and I write it up uh, on the board, definitely misspelled. Mm. The word after that is not so much of a word, it's more of an acronym. It's Y1K. <laughs> Wait, I've seen that before. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, yeah. It's written over there on the wall. Yeah, that's right. So you know how to spell it, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you know, does anyone know what it stands for? Yucky one. Simon, if you don't know, don't guess, okay? Well, I thought I did. It stands for year 1000. But it's a K on the end. Thousand doesn't start with K. Yeah, look, that's beyond my knowledge, all right? <laughs> it's just sometimes when you get into the thousands of things, people just put a K at the end, okay? That's stupid. Yeah, that doesn't matter. It's, it's unimportant. <laughs> Y1K, year 1000, is close. It's very soon. In fact, I think it's a couple months away. Uh, it's a couple weeks away. In fact, it's a couple <laughs> weeks away. And this is why it's very important, right? Calamity and Y1K are synonymous. Does anyone know what synonymous means? Silence. It means that these two words mean the same thing. Because when Y1K happens, all right, calamity is also going to happen. Now, don't forget to tell your parents you're very scared of Y1K and to come to Archie for answers. Okay. I want everyone to repeat back to me. I will go to my parents. I will go to my parents. Or respective guardian. Or respective guardian. And tell them. And tell them. That I am very scared of Y1K. That I am very scared of Y1K. And that I will go to Archie. And that I will go to Archie. And that they should also go to Archie. And that they should also go to Archie. Sorry, I think I've lost myself. <laughs> Sorry, I think I've lost myself. No, no, not that part. <laughs> to find an answer. To find an answer. Great. Uh, that's the lesson for today. I'll see you tomorrow here at the same time. Thanks, Archie. Thanks, Archie. Thanks, Archie. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Such a rat Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun with your day, all right? Get out of here. I'll rush off. How was that school? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, so while all of this happens, uh, it comes around to the sort of the end of the day and the hunting party returns with um, uh, a, a little bit of food for the, for the group and Renath um, has arrived as well. And Rashan gathers, uh, gathers all of you um, together and the, the senior members of the crew. And you take a few steps into the mushroom cave and then the... Marlon and um, and Smelly Belly, they they look at you. All, all heads turn towards you, and Rashan just straightens up a bit. Uh, sorry, everyone. I think this this room has been booked out. <laughs> I think they had it till oh. till I think it was something like uh, till the moon is in the is like high up in the sky. Right. Well, uh, sorry to disturb you, folks. We'll, we'll go somewhere else. That's <laughs> <laughs> We we could we could go to the um. The underwater chamber, the, the where you know you swim through the pool. If we want somewhere, oh, we want somewhere a bit more discreet. Look to each other. Yes, why not? Yeah. I can go for a swim. Okay, so you all just 
just a senior members of the crew and all wade into this pool and then you swim down through the tunnel. All, this, all the other people, we drink from that. Yeah. <laughs> we drink from that. <laughs> yeah. You swim out and you pop up in this this very small, um, very, very isolated and secluded uh, little but very pretty cabin. Right. Well, um, Renath, good to have you back. Thank you for your work with the hunting. Uh, we have a way off this island. We, uh, we know where the ship is. We know how to get it out of the cove as well. So I suppose the next part is figuring out what our next move is. That dragon turtle is still out there. Well, uh, yeah, I, I think first on the agenda, just if that's what you do at meetings, mm-hmm. um, is to figure out how to distract the turtle. Um, Missy recommended burning the other ships, but it could lead to the possibility of the turtle being angry. It was just the first thing that came to my mind. Um, I was thinking before we even think of dealing with the turtle, we should probably send a small team to figure out uh, how, what the state of the salt wind is. Because you know, if if the sails are ripped, if if the anything like that is going on, you know, we'll need to have an answer for that before we we need to you know make a dare and escape. Mm. Um, and then we also need to figure out you know are there Sahuigan, you know, in that cove itself, you know, protecting the ship. So, I was thinking that you know, maybe our team can can duck down do a recon mission, just check everything out. We know the state of things going forward. And then, um, obviously, we'll, we'll then put the next motion of the plan into place, whatever that may be. Well, I mean, the good news is that, uh, we lost the sails, obviously, but the good news is, is we always carry extra sail cloth to, uh, to make more the cut. That is really good. Cut to the, uh, the size of the masts. So, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's like carrying a spare tire around or something. There's also a tire. What is a What's tire? a tire? I'm not actually sure. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the the um, sheepskin thing that goes over wagons? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, we also know that there's upwards of two other ships in there. Multitudes, Multitudes. I believe. More than that. Um, so there's almost endless supplies if we wanted to go searching. Oh. I know you like booty. I do like booty. <laughs> the, the, the other thing, I'm just going to sort of throw up all my concerns mm-hmm. that, that I have. The other thing that we will need to have in place is a way to get the rest of the crew and the inhabitants onto the ship. Because if the ship's in the middle of the cove, I think it's too dangerous to get them through the cove. I think what would be a better idea would be getting them escorted down to the beach and then almost picking them up as we sail through. That's probably a good idea, actually. We could. We, how many um, rowboats does the ship have? It just might take a while. Well, I think that's why we, we, we sail down this sort of... The, the, the through, the, through the cove which basically goes straight next to the beach. So then if we just throw down some rope ladders from the, mm. the boat, we might be able to get people straight up from there. Yeah. Yes, we, we have a few of our uh, 
how rowboats down on the beach still from when we abandoned the ship, and then we have that one down in the, the lower part of the cavern as well that uh, yeah. the, the, the bullywug was using. Okay, well, perfect plan. Um. It, it, I don't think it's a perfect plan. I am fully open to suggest I am spitballing like hell here. I mean, nothing's perfect, so. But I, I don't mind the idea of that plan, and I think maybe you, me, Archie Mace, Amali, search team? Yeah, I can go invisible, so. Yeah, I think we'll need stealthy people. I think combat is something we need to avoid. Um, in that case, if, if, if the next order of business is to check out the salt wind, mm -hmm. and we're gonna do that, maybe um, Rashan, you can start running drills for everyone else on, mm. you know, getting down to the beach, boarding the ship, uh, and getting out of, you know, making sure that everyone is uh, is on the same page when it comes time to do that. Because mm. um, there's a small chance that this could happen when we're not expecting it to. We might need to make a dash. Mm. So if you organize so that the crew knows where all their stuff is so they can get packed and ready to go immediately, know who's, who's carrying the food, who's carrying the water, Who's carrying the engine? Uh, because we might need to make a hot exit. Yes, I will uh, get on that straight away. I wanted to float an idea. The dragon turtle speaks. Mm -hmm. I understand it. Mace, you understand it. Mm -hmm. What do we think our chances would be at negotiating with this thing? Oh. Because you've said it yourself, that thing can and will chase us. Yeah, but what like what grounds do you have to stand on for a negotiation? What do you have to offer it? I don't want to say this, but maybe the treasure map. Uh, oh, Mace! Uh, not the treasure map! I know. Well, <laughs> unless the treasure map is leading to a cove of ships, I don't know how interested we would be. <gasps> but it has a problem with the Sahulgan at the moment. Right? Yeah. But surely, yeah. surely not a problem that it can't solve. Well, I don't know. Look, from what we know about the Dragon Turtle, it's very wily, it's very manipulative. The deal it's made with Sahulgan <clears throat> is maybe worthwhile for the Sahulgan, but they have to do so much work for it. I, I think it will drive a hard hard bargain. I, I look, Rashan, I get that you don't really like Sahulgan, but what are you suggesting we do? If we negotiate with her, are you suggesting that we go and, what, wipe out the Sahulgan? If that's what it wants. But that means us getting off this island safely. Then Kane, uh, just looking at this map, how long would sailing to the um, Alakina territory take? Um, I have to double check, but I imagine off the top of my head, I reckon that would be about, about a day or two. Ooh. If we can get a good, essentially, day start, right? You know, if we plan to get in there as close to sunrise as possible, we can, we can, we can station guards to watch so we know when the dragon turtle leaves. 
get in there quickly, get out. We will hopefully get an 8 to 12 hour head start on this thing. And then we we make, we make we book it as fast as we can to Alakina territory because I can't imagine that the Alakina have a huge problem with this thing. If, if it, if it, like, I don't, I, I can't see them giving free passage to this creature or it tormenting the Alakina too much. I mean, we could definitely have a look for elvish ships when we get down there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if the Alakina even use traditional, you know, naval uh, ships, but I have a feeling that could be a safe territory for us, at least temporarily. I don't think we oh, want to overstay our welcome Are we there. assuming that the Atakina will welcome us? I what would say not traditionally, but we may be in slightly better standing than usual because we essentially, I mean, we have no real way of proving it, but we essentially took a huge load off their shoulders by destroying the leader of the, the Sahuagan and thus preventing them from attempting to seriously open that portal. I'm, I'm always going to say, but aren't, aren't most of the Sahuagin at the Bleeding Tooth Reef? Like, like the, 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 the Sahuagin uh, priestess said? There is more Sahuagin, yes. So? So maybe they didn't know about the Sahuagin, but they knew about the others? So maybe they don't know that we've done anything. Again, we would have no way of proving it, but I, I assume they would know the name of oh, what was that? What was that awful, nasty Sahugan that we 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 killed on the boat? Oh, we have the letter somewhere. There's a letter. Whatever that creature's name was. It's in the letter, is it? No, maybe it's not in the letter. We do know that we 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 killed that, and from what the priestess told us, us killing him was essentially the catalyst for the collapse of any organized Sahuagan activity on this archipelago. Um, so hopefully, listen, I'm not saying, I'm not saying we go in expecting the Alakina to be our friends, nor should we, nor should we trust them as friends. Um, but what if they're trying to revive a god of themsel- uh, themselves? What if they're, so I don't want to jump to any, you know, hypothesis or crazy idea, but I just I I don't like the idea of us trusting that we will get to Alakeen and be safe. You know? And like that if we're rushing there and then we get there and what we get turned back or something, and then the dragon turtle jumps us. I don't see what other options we have. I mean, there are other islands we could seek refuge on. The the, on, the thing is, the other inhabitants, we've got the lizard folk, we got the merfolk, we got the Sahuagan, and we got the Alakina. Of those groups, the only ones we have any serious information with and any sort of... Leverage? Yeah, good, good leverage with are the Alakina. Well, okay... Say we go to Alakin, we stay there for a short period of time, and then we decide to leave. What's to say the dragon turtle isn't going to just wait for us? I mean, that has to be a bridge that we cross when we come to it. We, we can't, we can't, I cannot, 
you know, predict every possible outcome. What if the dragon turtle just follows us through and kills us anyway? You know? I don't know. Like, At least at, in Alakine, we'd have resources to mm-hmm. figure this stuff out. We'd have people supporting us. Magic, color weavers. Are we sure about that? We're not sure of anything. I mean, there's a chance that the salt wind has been completely sacked, its sails destroyed, all the rigging taken, you know, everything, you know, we don't know. Maybe if we have time, we could... Mm. I'm not saying that we should do what Rishan is suggesting, but all I'm saying is maybe trying to think of a way to negotiate isn't a bad idea. sleep on it can, can we can we at least agree that stage one can be put into place of the plan yes because we, we can't we can't advance much further if we don't know the state of the ship know the state of the cove that sort of stuff sorry Mace, did you have something to say I was thinking maybe we could trap the dragon turtle somehow or make a bargain rather than negotiate or we could I don't know maybe right it has a big shell doesn't it maybe we could scare it right so it like pops its head inside its shell and then we plug the hole of the shell I was thinking this that would require some sort of giant cork but (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) It, it won't it won't surely that won't work I mean, give it enough time and enough thought, I feel like. Well, yeah, but also enough resources. Yeah, we got a lot of uh, palm trees here. I, I'm sorry, I just want to jump in here. I, I, I don't think that's viable, Archie. Um, but yes, stage one is, um, as Dr. Missy said, we need to check that the salt wind is seaworthy. And um, we still have a few hours before sundown, so... If you want to, you could you could head out there now. Oh, could we just have a little rest? I wouldn't please? mind the sleep. Of course. Tomorrow morning, at sunrise. Uh, we're we're okay to stay here for a little bit longer, aren't we? Of course, yes. Yeah, I mean, if if we if we head off at sunrise tomorrow, that'll give us most of the day to check out the salt wind, check out the other ships, and just take our time rather than trying to get in and out as fast as we possibly can. I agree. May be able to use tonight as an opportunity to observe the dragon turtle as well. Maybe we can try and I'm I'm happy to try and scout out somewhere, maybe even near Clay's place, that so we could get a good vantage point where we can easily see Bronze Foom coming and going. Hmm. You know, if we if we can notice I, I don't know how it travels, if it travels underwater, maybe we could even just see a, a ripple on the surface, and so we can clearly say it's gone it's out of sight we can get in now and maybe find some way to to set up a communication station between there and here uh, we get a pretty good view of the cove from the, the lower part of the cavern mm. so, yes. all right well the, what do we want to tell the crew now well i think we can afford to tell them that we are going to Investigate the salt wind, check that it's seaworthy, and then our uh, our next move will be, I, I suppose, repairing the sails. Okay. 
open them up, get them ready to go. That's all they need to know. I think so. Great. Meeting adjourned. Well done. Okay. Okay. I've never had to swim out of a meeting before. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Kind of like it. Yeah, it's kind of refreshing. A sort of crossing the threshold moment of just sort of like leaving a place. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so you adjourn the meeting, you swim back into the into the main part of the cave um, and get ready to retire for the for the rest of the day. Um, you just as you come back into the main part of the cave, you see Smelly Belly and Marlin um, leaving the, the mushroom cave, walking side by side and kind of like <clears throat> muttering to each other and then the, the, the possums come to the mouth of the of the mushroom cave as well and they just have their have their hands over their eyes and they're just like shaking their heads <laughs> like speaking to each other and saying the same thing and then like gesturing to those two and then just rubbing their foreheads. Um, I think a cigarette. I, yeah. <laughs> I think Missy just sort of erases this. Yeah. <laughs> they just literally can't deal with this concept right now, so they just sort of they look at it and they go, "That can't exist," and they just <laughs> delete it and they just walk off. Yeah. I like go over. What world are you from? What world are you from? <laughs> I can't look at those eyes for too long. Those <laughs> <laughs> piercing, intelligent eyes. <laughs> Missy, I could use some help with dinner. Uh, right on my way. Yep. Thanks, Wave. Actually, yeah. God, oh, that's... I hug Wave. Yeah. I, I just, like, give Wave a huge hug. And I'm just like, thank you for this invitation. I really appreciate it. Right. Um, okay. Let's get to it. Amali goes with you, hey? Yeah, Amali can come with me. Okay. Brilliant. And with that, as we wrap up, um, you are going to, uh, on the precipice of benefiting from a long rest, oh. but we'll end the session. Oh, oh, I just want to do a freaking long rest. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for listening. Say again. Music. Music. Thank you. Yeah, I'll stop that one. Let's do vibey. Nice. Music. Cool. Good to be back. Great to be back. Um, we'll wrap up. Wrap up nice and quick. Thank you to all of the wonderful royalty-free artists. I'm actually, oh, one thing as well. I'm actually going to let Aram keep the Dirty 20 because I've noticed that there are some sessions where, like, just no rolls happen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like only Mace that rolled. Yeah, only Mace that rolled a single die. So so you can keep it um, for for now. But if we have a session that's, like, a lot of combat and stuff and you don't use it, then I'll give it on to someone. Yeah. But... It's all yours. Um, thank you to our wonderful royalty-free artists for all of their amazing work and to Sword Coast Soundscapes and Michael Gelfi for the ambience. They're fantastic. Uh, thank you to our artists, mm-hmm. uh, Lauren Elise Art and Ninja Drinking Tea. You can see their art on our Instagram page, which is at Dirty20Podcast and our other socials. Uh, our Twitter is at D20Podcast and I, I, I'm just, I'm just going to open up the Twitter so I can just give a shout-out mm. to the person for who gave... Uh, Marlon to us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me let me find it. So what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> you monster. Um, well, it, it's it's Corey, and the the I I can't find it. But Corey, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll try and find a shout out. But um, yeah. Um, we'll 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 hold a 
another little competition soon. It, yeah. I, I, I think what, what I was thinking is we can maybe hold a competition to get those possums named mm. yeah. after after some people. There's a lot of returns as well, like in terms of like reward, because this dog is hanging around for yeah, far this, longer yeah. than we all thought. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, you might recognize it from the, 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 the potential for one shots yeah. with mm. with um just skyrocket with legal possums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I also I, I, I don't know, you know, who listens to our podcast, but I'm pretty sure that Fraser doesn't listen to Nadpod. No. Which yeah, uh, yeah which I is like something off Nadpod. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Yeah, oh, like no. no, but like that's what I'm saying. Like you don't listen to Nadpod. You didn't know all about the legal possum <laughs> in Nadpod. Oh. Um, Okay. No, but like, <laughs> poor, poor. Hey. yeah, poor, poor, the 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 barrister. Right. Um, but Nothing no, is original, and but that's what I'm saying. No this dead. this was original because yeah. you know, possums do stolen. kind of give off a lawyer. They do. <laughs> they do. I mainly just chose them because they have like little hands to like carry the briefcase. <laughs> but they I don't have a possible. I know. That's why I, th- <laughs> I I thought that you might go with raccoons. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Might have done. Um, soul. Oh. Yes, so thank you to Ornate Flight for doing the Dirty Talk cover art. Uh, and thank you to Henry Lucas 5 on Instagram for mixing and mastering. Henry is currently still a corpse, but uh, in motion. Yeah. Um, lost somewhere Rolling in the world. Rolling down a hill. <laughs> um, currently rotting. Mm. Um, so if you see them walk, if you see anyone kind of walking in a classic zombified way, yeah. Um, with a bolt sticking through their neck yeah. um, and kind of just groaning. Mm. Uh, please call me um, at... <laughs> your number is. <laughs> your number. real phone number is. <laughs> 1-800-333-triple-save-henry. Um, from a long triple save henry from uh, himself. Nice. Great. Um, um, also, thank you to... Oh, sorry, go. Don't worry. No, go for it. No, no, I was going to end the... Um... The, the episode so you continue thank you thinking. to Reuben, um, Thanks, Reuben our sound engineer at, at Reuben, Reuben Lloyd on Instagram and thank you to Newport Community Hub for hosting us yes. yet again you guys were yeah. yes. the best tell your friends tell your 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 tell